0: That.
1: Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Sift Taker Snapshots. This is a producer Tim Unleashed 2. So another road trip in the car with me today. I have Ben. Hello. I have a, uh, a hungover coal. Hello. And a sober Adam. Hello. And we're on our way I'm up to... Ben is not defined. <laughs> <laughs> so, ben, Ben's driving so he's all perfectly legal. Um, so we're on our way up to Harlequins for the Hyperspace Trial and I thought we'd just do a quick intro today about uh, what we're flying and what we might sort of see as we're going on and then I'll do some reports later on during the day. Um, so I'll we'll start with myself, I am flying the Mighty Morphin Inferno Squadron, um, so you may have seen some pictures, it's very bright, very garish but I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, so I think it was Adam I played down at, at Congleton uh, It's uh, with the Hyperspace event and it's the the six named TIE Fighters. Really enjoyed playing against the list and I like this with a lot of synergy. So it's Hellrunner, Idem Versio, Del Miko, Gideon Hask, Seem. I forget her surname, and Womper. So uh, it's, I think it's quite good because it's a TIE Swarm but they're all named so they've all got little abilities and they've all got their own little tricks they bring to the party and the Inferno Squad work well together. Um, and we all know what Eiden Versio does. Uh, basically, it's like bringing a seventh tie fighter almost because she manages to save one. Uh, practice games have been going fairly well, and yeah, I, I think I quite enjoy the list. So I'm give it a run out today. Ben, why don't you tell us what you're bringing? I've
2: brought the three named Y wings: got uh, Horton, Dutch, and Nora and then a partisan new wing to coordinate with layer on. Um, I've only had a few practice games on the list, but it seems good.
1: So what were the Y-wings equipped with?
2: Oh sorry, if you had a um, veteran turret gunner and eye on, on two of them, and then Nora's got after uh, afterburner so I can try and get her into range
1: one. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, so Adam, what, did you, what are you bringing today?
3: I'm flying the Imperial flag with Darth Vader. sentinel strikers, all with proximity mines, uh, so this list was a bit, a bit of a brainstorm uh, with another Imperial player on Tuesday. I um, was flying another list and wasn't really enjoying it so I thought what's fun and weird that I can play with Empire. Darth Vader I'm a lot more happy with now that he's had his points reduction so that with hate and fire control he's down to um, 70 uh, and then the list just let me fit after Burners which I thought would be a, a nice little addition. Um, but the main thing is the three sentinels going to be running all over the place, dropping thermal detonators, hoping to ruin people's days, especially if we're seeing a lot of proximity mines, sorry. Um, Especially if we're seeing a lot of Y-Wings and TIE Swarms and everything, I'm hoping to bomb them a little bit um, and then see what Darth Vader can do with his Initiative 6.
1: Yeah, so certainly I think the the amount of proximity mines you've got certainly concerns my list a lot. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how you get on. Um, What do proximity mines do?
3: So it's the Um, largest bomb token, and then when you fly through it, it's one damage and you roll two red dice, and then take any hits or crits that you've rolled.
1: Yeah, so that's quite nasty for me, because that could effectively just take a TIE fighter off the board in one go. Nice. Uh, So, Colm, what did, so, hungover Colm, what did Sober Colm pack for you (laughs) last night?
0: Sober Colm was very inconsiderate, and he's packed me three A-wings and Poe Dameron which normally is a list I quite like, but it's also a list that is quite hard to fly. Uh, so the plan is to get in, so I've got uh, a blue squadron recruit, the initiative one A-wing, which is to get in there and block stuff up. I've got two uh, more of the ACA wings I've got Tally and Lulo, and then Poe, initiative six. So the goal is to do, arc dodge the aces around and block things up with the blue squadron. Uh, but I might just joust everything,
1: because Brett thinking is hard. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, the first hyperspace trial in the UK. Uh, we're quite excited to see what the meta does. Obviously, we had uh, a points update on Thursday night. So, if you've not seen the article, um, they had a uh, an interim, interim points update, <laughs> uh, emergency update, as you will, where the uh, Lieutenant Dormitz uh, has gone up to 70 points and the hyperspace tracking, I think it is, has gone a up to it's, it's by 2, 210 yeah. and that effectively means that you can't take the three upsilons with, or with hyperspace tracking anymore, in fact I think, was it Dormitz and two PS2s came to 182 points, so you could only actually take one with it so, you know I think that's a good move from uh, FFG because that list it was just going for a turn one alpha and seeing what it could do and then Hopefully it kills a ship, maybe two, uh, or you know, mauls a couple of ships, and then it just, it's got a lot of shield and health and reinforce actions to basically just sort of survive. So I think well played to FFG. I know some players are not happy with the timing, but with this first hyperspace window opening, <laughs> well, with the window opening a week after Toronto, they had to make the call either this week, or I think wait until the window closed in July, whenever it is, Because I don't think it would have been fair to have the update halfway through. Um, But yeah, no, I think it's it's a positive mood. Um, Yeah, we'll see how it all pans out. So uh, yeah, join us again a bit later and we'll see how everybody's getting on.
3: A few moments later.
1: Okay, so uh, we are done with the five rounds of Swiss, so we ended up with 37 players in the end which was um, a good turnout considering where the ticket sales were but certainly the hyperspace trials don't seem to be anywhere near the size of the regionals of old. But I'm joined with the lads in the car on the way back to sunny Stockport and let's find out how everybody did. So I'll start with myself. The Mighty Morphin Inferno squad had a, a pretty decent day, ended up going 4 on 1. I played uh, played Jess game one. That uh, was a really fun game. That was against uh, Jess's uh, three T70 aces, and um, it was very close. I think little things, little tricks in my list, just pulled it out for me. So um, earlier in the game, Poe landed on a debris field, actionless, took an awful lot of damage from my list, ended on one hole, and then next turn, Sane just used her special ability. Uh, rolled a crit and I spent it to take POW off. Um, so that's you know kind of how that game went. Uh, game two, I played, um, I'm going to get his name wrong because my notes are in the bag, but it's Serum C- D. He finished second in the uh, Swiss and he was playing Vader, Hellrunner, uh, Iden and two Academies, so a little uh, mini swarm. Um, I tried to get Vader first, which I think in hindsight was maybe a mistake, uh, and his mini swarm uh, just he just beat me on the damage race in the end and, and beat me, so well played to him. Game three, I played fellow sift taker James Clark. Um, we had a slight issue with timing with the refs in this, which was a bit of a shame. Essentially, uh, I always run a stopwatch with my game, especially with the Swarm, just to see where I'm going, because there weren't any uh, you know, sc- the timers on the screens, um, and when it said like an hour and 18 minutes had gone, I kind of questioned with the judges where we were and they said that the time moved frozen and so they'd lost four or five minutes and it was a very awkward time for me because I was winning at that point and then if we carried on to time, which we, you know, we did at the point, James won with the extra time. So James was very honorable and uh, let me have for the win because we'd run the stopwatch and you know, thanks to James for you know, to, you know, let me do that really. Game four, I think, uh, was against four U-wings. It was Mike Flan who finished eighth in Swiss, I believe, in the end. Just just uh, got in. Four U-wings. I think saw Guerrera, Magver, uh, two partisans, there was a layer in there. Um, I apologise to Mike, my dice were smoking hot in that game and just absolutely rinsed him. And then my final game was against uh, James O with another four U Wings, all with Dead Man Switches. And I can't tell you guys how scared I was of that list at the start because I was like, so I could actually kill U Wings, I could kill three U Wings and wipe out my entire list just, <laughs> just in Dead Man Switches. So, yeah, that was a real challenging game that we both enjoyed. Uh, I basically had to manage it. So I killed one U Wing in the first engagement and took a damage on three of my TIE fighters. And then over the next couple of turns, I didn't lose any TIE fighters and I managed to get all of his U Wings down to two hole. And I managed to fly away Iden, so she was safe. I managed to fly Gideon away, uh, so he was out of the, the dead man switch range. And Wampa was undamaged and only in range of one. And then that was the turn I decided to go for it. And with dead man switches alone, Deadman switches killed three ties and two U-wings in the final <laughs> turn. It was nuts. It was just like stuff just going off and yeah, it was um, yeah, it was a, a cracking game and I finished sixth on Swiss overall. Um, Rob Gogatz, who's a fellow Sith taker, can't make day two. He finished first, went 5-0, oh. congratulations Rob, and that's pulled us up slightly. And so I will introduce the, the gentleman, so I now finish in fifth in Swiss. And I'll now introduce the person who finished fourth in Swiss and my opponent for the morning, Ben.
2: Yeah, uh, I went 4 0 with Y Wing Aces. Yeah, so I had two really tough games. One of them was double fire sprays, uh, Phil GC's list actually. And I managed to take out Edmund. Is it Edmund or Aiden?
1: Aiden, I think.
2: Aiden, the bomb one. Yeah. The bomb one really quick, ionized him, got a crit on him so he can only go straight. He basically killed himself. But after then, Bobber nearly soloed my whole list. I ended up winning by six points. And then oh, yeah. also my last game was a really good game against Lewis. And really, really close. And Basically, whoever won got into the top eight. So,
3: good
1: game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well done. Cheers. Uh, Adam, how did you get on straight
3: So, I'm bringing up the rear. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, came in 26. Um, I obviously was flying my... Uh, Vader and Three Sentinels I'd never played it before and that really showed um, the games that I lost were against um, two Sith Takers um, one flying First Order with the Upsilon and that just scared the crap out of me and shot me a lot um, and then against uh Rick who was flying his kind of Rebel 4 ship and I just flew straight at it like an idiot um <laughs> Beat me unsurprisingly. Uh, The two games that I won, I went two and three, were against Han and Wedge, which both warlords running variation on Rasta's list. Um, And basically, just they had two ships, and I kind of swarmed them, blocked them. And what I learned was a really good trick is to uh, two sloop with the strikers and drop bombs directly onto their heads and not worry about placing them. Um, And that Uh, essentially won me the game, did 9 damage in my last game um, against Virgil, um, the guy from Warlords, um, and uh, that got me 26th, which was enough for the um, acrylic hull upgrade and focus tokens.
1: Nice, so um, overall how did you find the proximity mines work for you over the day?
3: Uh, The proximity mines were very hit and miss, and a lot of it was me missing. Um, So I kind of came in with the thinking that I've got six of them, I can drop them around and dictate where my opponents go. Um, And it largely went that in the games where I dropped half of them to block lanes and then half of them on people's heads to guarantee the hit actually hitting. um, They worked really well and that's basically what I did for for my first and last game and then the ones where I either got the strikers killed without them dropping, obviously they, they were wasted points there, or I just kind of dropped them all to block lanes and actually, at the end of the day, your opponent's just not going to fly over them.
1: Cool. Well, um, you know, perhaps not the result you wanted, but, you know, well well done for 2-3, so, so a bit of mid, mid, mid-table mediocrity. Uh, and then finally we'll see how, I think he's now calm cured of the hangover, uh, got on.
0: I am sober, but I am not 100% column, shall we say. <laughs> uh, so I ended up going 3 and 2. My list, so I took today, I was, um, I took a deep, deep bid compared to what I usually run on that list. So I, like, dropped BB, Astra Mech on Poe, down to R4, um, dropped some EBT's off the A-Wings, basically to see how the and that would go as a test because i knew i couldn't go back for the cut tomorrow anyway and i didn't really like it i don't like r4 on poe it makes them way too easy to block i didn't i, I found myself wanting the bb move much more often than uh, using the hard blue two the a wings without ebt's without any upgrades on them it felt very difficult to push damage through on on tie fighters which i fought a lot of um so i think going forward i might might swap those things back out, and go back to a BB Astrobeck, maybe put advanced optics or trick shots on the A-wings and see how that goes instead. Now I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I think it's a take us had a fairly decent day. So we've um so Rob Gogats as I said finished first in Swiss but can't make day two because uh, he's got L5R elemental uh, challenge or whatever it's called. It's basically their regional uh, fanboy tomorrow. Um, so that's meant James Clark has got pulled into. So we the still top have cup. half
3: of the top eight. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So
1: um, yeah, we got Ed Ball, myself, Ben, and James Clark in the top cut uh, from the sift takers. We've got Paul Clark and Mike Flan from Just Play, and then it's Steve from Beanie, and then it's Serum Sir- Deep. Um, I think he's is he I Harlequins. I think I think he he's a local. Felt like oh, he was from London.
3: Oh, he's London, is he? yeah. He's based in London. Oh well, never mind. Then.
1: Okay, well I don't uh, know
3: if what part,
0: what club he's a part of, but he definitely travelled up from London. Did he win Patriot Regional? Actually? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He
1: did. Okay, well no, it's, it's great. I was mean, as I say I played in game two and he, he thoroughly beat me, so um, he's a good player. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're definitely going to get Asif take you through to the top four. <laughs> Whether or not I'm walking home, we will we will (laughs) uh, we will find out how that goes tomorrow. If it's not me, you definitely are. (laughs) (laughs) I think what we're basically do show wise, this will be coming out on Monday, and then I will do a a little extra bonus show on Tuesday, which will be the top cut, maybe some uh, interviews with uh, Tom from Harlequins um, on the Tuesday. I will take this opportunity to thank Tom. It's been a cracking day. I think the the venue was really nice. So it's a church hall down the road from from their shop, just around the corner really. Uh, It's opposite little Tesco metro, so that was quite handy. It was nice and warm inside. I think they could have sorted the table numbers out a bit better so we had a bit of space because they obviously set up for 64 but didn't get the numbers. In the end, a lot of players just ended up just jumping on spare tables. It kind
3: of meant that half of the room was actually used and the other half was, I think, about maybe three tables and so the instant thing that happened was people went oh well actually rather than you know cheek to cheek why don't we just turn around and play over here and actually have some space to put templates and things and then they kind of on your suggestion turned them turn the num spread the numbers out but then they kind of seemed to be missing or covering half a table or it wasn't it wasn't well done it, it, oh yeah it is that, what it is i think of I, I th- of
1: yeah people. i mean i'm i'm One of my biggest hates with any X-Wing event is when you're playing, like, mats all next to each other. I think having the space on the side of the ball is massive. Um, I never didn't have enough space to put my stuff down
2: and feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think, yeah, just the numbers they had are backed, so you'd have, like, say, one and two on the same one. But I think there is a way of spreading it out. But, no, that's just the only thing I would say. I mean, you know, I will also comment now, I think it's a big financial investment, this kit, uh, that way the hyperspace trials have been done, for any shop that doesn't have the space in its own venue for 64 players, the financial commitment they're having to make to take on a, ve- a third party venue that can fit 64 players and pay for the kit, which is uh, about 250 quid or something like that, if I remember. So I think Tom, and he, he he's bought in extra prizes. So every round there were spot prizes, so I won, a, uh, I won a TIE Fighter round two, because <laughs> I obviously don't have enough. What I
0: got colour p- is this one going to be?
1: Yeah, well, that's White range, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, get rid of that broken one <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Wonky Womper is staying. Um, <laughs> but I got a couple of Purple Acrylic uh, calculates in the yeah. Harlequins cal- yes, colours. The I mean, the prizes we got for top eight were really good. So, got focus tokens, got dice. I got the R- yeah, was it the R2D2 range templates and movement templates. Yeah. There was the hard plastic hole uh, upgrade. Uh, there was Altar, Jessen, and Inquisitor. So, real good. Also, force tokens after yeah, as Yeah, well. yeah, actually, Harlequin's force tokens. So, I mean, the, the amount of extra prizes he put in as well. Uh, Rasta did a really no- nice thing and basically asked for donations—a bit of a sort of a whip round uh, off the players to, you know, because when you sort of book the venue hoping for 64 plus players, you know, you sort of book it based on a certain amount of, you know, ticketed players paying in, uh, and obviously Tom's hit half that. I mean, bang on half, isn't it? Yeah. Not quite, actually. No, no, no. A, a little bit over half. So thirty-seven, 30, 30, I
2: think.
1: Yeah, thirty-seven. So. Yeah, I think it's you know it is quite a significant investment for those venues. I mean, we're very lucky with elements that size doesn't really matter, Um, we we can expand. I mean, we're looking at over 60 players at the moment for the element hyperspace trial in a couple of weeks. Uh, Plenty of space available if you want to join us, and I think uh, potentially could be one of the biggest hyperspace trials in the country. Uh, We'll see how. You know, people like Walbur get on down south because they should get a decent attendance as well. Is that today? Uh, I don't think it's today. Uh, I know on the same day as our event we've got the Cloud City event and then there's a hyperspace trial in uh, order shot so the fact that we're over 60 with those two events going on as well I mean, I'm personally really happy with final extra thank yous for the day uh we'll go to lee dalton and i'm not sure who the other judge was great for them to give up their days to help us all the harlequins were great uh, hosts you know setting up the venue packing away at the end so yeah it's been really good uh, the boards were borrowed from iq so it's a real sort of community effort to sort of get these events going so thanks to I think helping uh, tom run the event i should say i uh, we'll deliver the event so uh yeah thanks for listening to this episode uh we'll be back hopefully tomorrow with a little extra Ben and Tim but yeah thanks for listening and thanks again to Harlequins for a, a great day out.
3: It's 106 miles to Chicago,
2: we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it!